0: friends, it's me, your friend James, and today's lesson will be a little bit different in format. In the last couple of lessons, we've discussed the first of many times that Jesus would tie himself directly to the fulfillment of scriptures, and sometimes it gets downplayed just how vital of a role the scriptures played in Jesus' life, so I want us to take a kind of parenthetical look today at how Jesus viewed the Bible and how he related to it. I would encourage you to bookmark this and refer to it back because this is a subject we'll be coming back to in further studies. There's a well-known quote from C.S. Lewis that says, It's Christ himself, not the Bible. That's the true Word of God. Yes and no. Lewis is right to point out that Jesus is the Logos, the incarnate Word of God. But he was also very wrong to downplay the fact that the Scriptures are God's Word in written form. While yes, the Scriptures do point to Jesus, Jesus always brought his own teaching back to the Scriptures. Jesus, the incarnate Word, submitted himself to the written Word. Jesus passionately believed it and defended the authority of Scripture. In fact, he uh, quoted from the Tanakh or the Old Testament, 78 times. And even if all you know about Jesus is that he taught us to love God and love our neighbor, keep in mind that even then he was according to the Scriptures. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9 and Leviticus 19:18, respectively. Here are some other things Jesus said about the Scriptures. You err not knowing the Scriptures in Matthew 22:29 29. In John 10, 35, he says the Scriptures cannot be broken. He repeated, he emphasized repeatedly that the scriptures must be fulfilled. You can find that in Matthew 26, 56, Luke 4.21, and Luke 22:37. 37. And it's important to note also that when Jesus quoted from the Old Testament, he referred to it as literal history. Some would ask, were Adam and Eve real people? Well, in Matthew 19, 4, Jesus said they were. Did the Great Flood really happen? Matthew 24, 39, Jesus said yes. Did Jonah really get swallowed by the large fish again? Jesus said yes in Matthew 12, 40. Some also ask, how can the Bible be God's word when men wrote it? If you write a note using a pen, did you write a note or did the pen? So the fact that God used human beings as his instruments to write the scriptures doesn't downplay the inspiration of the scriptures at all. Men wrote as they were moved on by the Holy Spirit, and Jesus understood that. In fact, Jesus was way ahead of his time in responding to modern critics of the Bible. Did Moses write the Torah? Jesus said yes, he did, many places. He said that, like Matthew 19, 7 and 8, Mark 7, 10, Luke 5, 14, and John 1, 17. Some question whether or not all of the book of Isaiah is authentic. According to Jesus, yes it is. He's found that in Mark 7, 6 through 11, John 12, 13, I'm sorry, John 12, 37 through 41. The same is true with Jonah as you find in Matthew 12, 39-41, and Daniel, as you find in Matthew 24, 15. So far our discussion is focused on, on the Hebrew scriptures leading up to Jesus' uh, life on earth and setting the stage for all he would do. But Jesus was also setting the stage for his own story to be told by authorizing the apostles to carry on the work after he leaves the earth. As he said to them on their missions, he said things like, He who hears you hears me, you find that in Luke 10, 16. This intensified during the time leading up to Jesus' death. In John 16, beginning with verse 13, he tells his friends that they were the things that he tells his friends that there were things that they were not ready to hear yet. When the comfort of the Holy Spirit had come in his place, he would guide them into all truth. Further, he prays just before his crucifixion that they would continue on in the work with him, and he prayed that for both them and for the people who had come to faith through their ministry as well. Of course, a number of his apostles did go on to write uh, portions of the New Testament. Matthew, John, James, and Peter. And the ones that were not written by apostles were written by people who worked closely with them. Mark worked closely with the apostle Peter, and Luke worked closely with another key figure in Bible history, the apostle Paul. Now, most of us know the dramatic story of how the one-time persecutor of the church went on to become one of its most important messengers. And you can read about that starting in Acts chapter 9. As important as the four Gospels are in telling us about Jesus, most of what they write focus on what happened before his uh, crucifixion and resurrection. Their significance after the fact is largely revealed to us in the revelation given to us uh, by the Apostle Paul. Again, while Paul was not one of the original Apostles, he was recognized as one by the ones who were part of the group. In fact, in 2 Peter 3, 15 and 16, Peter recognizes Paul's writings as Scripture. And like most of the original apostles, this was a message that Paul would eventually lay his life down for. In Paul's final words before he became a martyr for Christ, he told his close friend Timothy to remember Jesus Christ, the son of David, in 2 Timothy 2.18. So his parting words tell us where his heart was. Jesus based his entire life and ministry on the authority of the Scriptures. And if we are going to look at how we should approach the Scriptures, the question asked is, what would Jesus do? Keep it real, friends. Thank you.